four, three, two, rewind. Rise of the Fallen, MMO Quests Pantheon. Once again, time to pledge. Very excited. We're here to talk. Let's get this party to share your thoughts. Co-host Derek. Weekly Adventures. Co-host Desiree. We're almost professional. Full disclosure. <laughs> uh, dangerous combination. Creating content and optimizations. Got a lore video coming. Cannot wait. Which is all about drone fast and some sort of a cake. Mail on a Sunday. News and notes. Schedule for this week. Hot cocoa. All these people supports the show. Adventuring party. Uh, are you ready? Let's go. Let me take a deep breath. Welcome friends and fellow Pantheonians. This is the Pantheon Plus Rewind weekly podcast where we try to stuff everything both official and from the community into a Sunday morning talk show. This week's show is overflowing with goodies as we try to cram the monthly newsletter, March calendar, community content, and a special segment recapping our recently streamed couple hours of Pantheon pre-alpha all into one episode. This is going to be one massive show, so join me, Desrin, and my colossal co-host, Theric. For this week's Rewind. Oh, Theric. Have you ever noticed (laughs) how we get way less people showing up for the YouTube premiere, specifically (laughs) on pre-alpha testing weekends? I have noticed that, actually. It's 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 an unfortunate coincidence that we ourselves are part of the problem. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) It's true. You know, we don't, we schedule the show at, uh, you know, so it's noon Eastern, right? So it's usually right uh, in the thick of, or I guess near the end of the testing yep, session. Yep, the last sometimes. hour. I mean, people can, people yeah. can see that on, on you know, uh, the, the mm-hmm. calendars and stuff. Like we're premiering literally at the end. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. And, you know, we, we try to, uh, we try to uh, make it interesting, but no matter how interesting our show is it's never going to it's never pre-alpha pre-alpha, right (laughs) no no hopefully again we don't you know you know yeah someday you know maybe someday maybe this week will be the week that we break that barrier break the glass maybe maybe i mean (laughs) like dude let's be real like we've got a kind of double feature today right we do yeah i mean we're trying to i mean if this is the week if it's going to happen this will be the week because we're we've got a interesting new segment to uh, to try and push it past the, the <laughs> yep exactly <laughs> so uh you know i kind of don't want to waste any time um, um but you know what's never a waste of time Theric? no it's it's introducing our adventuring party so. ah yes ah yes <laughs> so we've got well ziplocks on the dark morogue sparrow on the elf ranger bounty code on the human wizard screech on the scar bard WikiWoo on the Human Enchanter, Shuriken on the Dwarf Cleric, Horsesaurus on the Human Warrior, Troodude on the Halfling Direlord, Fury Wrath on the Archive Summoner, Pavejo on the Gnome Wizard, Asera Avienda on the Elf Ranger, Galarain Moonsong also on the Elf Ranger, Annoying Llama on the Human Monk. As usual, thank you everyone on our adventuring party. Uh, and if you'd like to get your name read aloud and become part of the adventuring party, uh, you can check our pa- uh, Patreon in the description and uh if you are more of a scrolling banner in the video type uh you can check out uh the comments uh if you don't make the premiere or uh the premiere for a super thanks or super chat uh either one of those will get your name uh on the on the banner here um yeah so i, I just i well, gotta add you know i'm not like i said i don't want to waste time but i, I want to add uh, just kind of general extra bonus thank you to everyone that uh, watches, listens, you know, or su- just supports our content um, as a whole at Pantheon Plus. Because, uh, you know, without your interest, I-, I don't know if we'd have that privilege to do what we got to do this weekend. <laughs> no, definitely. We, we wouldn't. Definitely. We wouldn't. It's it's, it's everybody out there is so uh, supportive of us doing this. And they I see the comments, you know, like, let's get the content creators out there. Let's get them doing some stuff. You know, I really, really appreciate it. And that's the, that's the spark that lights the fire for, for them. So yeah. Yeah. And and just everyone's kind of genuine excitement that we get to do this is uh, it's, it's really cool. And it, uh, it, it drives us forward. So um, I really hope that our coverage kind of does justice for all that support that you guys have given. And uh, yeah, just another, Heartfelt thanks, and uh, I hope we do you proud. (laughs) Yeah, well said, well said. Well, uh, let's start stumbling into this. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go. This week in Visionary Realms, news and notes. 
All right. So we got the February Pantheon monthly newsletter. It came out on Thursday, February 23rd. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, there was uh, some good stuff in here. Not the most jam-packed newsletter ever, yeah. but definitely some stuff that we can dig into, right? Yeah, so, there, there were a ton um, of sec. Whoops, I'm punching my microphone already. Um, there were a ton of sections uh, here that, like, were listed as updated, um, but with the same info as last month, and some with the same yeah. info from the month prior as well. Um, so I think we'll probably just skip those generally. Um, yeah, yeah. I tried to weed those out. I actually was comparing the two newsletters, like the roadmaps as I was making my notes and I tried to catch the ones that were the same and I think I caught them all. Maybe I missed one, but, uh, yeah, I, it's kind of like it's, we talked about it on a previous show. That's just, those are ongoing items where they're constantly doing stuff, but the text doesn't change on the roadmap. So yeah. Anyway, but they started off this newsletter actually with a very bold statement uh, saying that they made, quote, incredible progress this month on their crafting and gathering systems. And also, quote, these system updates will be ready to experience in our upcoming pre-alpha test this weekend. So yeah. that's this. Yeah, that's the one we're going to be in. So uh, that's uh, exciting. And uh, I, uh, I wanted to know more about the specifics. And yeah, if you go down to the roadmap, they actually gave us exactly what they've added to the gathering and crafting systems. Uh, so they said, firstly, spawn rules and locations for mining nodes in Thronefest have been updated. The code that underlies uh, gathering interactions has been improved. They added a mining hotbar that's been enabled. Yeah. So that's neat. And just to tie this into, you know, one of those cards that does say updated, even though nothing's changed, um, <laughs> it, it really ties into the ability loadout section. Um, and right, right, that's... Yeah, well, well, even though like it, it, you know, wasn't quote updated, um, I think this does have to do with that same system because uh, it, it's at least as I imagine it, you know, part of ability loadouts is switching your bar, right? So yeah, um, yeah. it's good to see that that is progressing into like a tangible bit of gameplay, um, even if it's kind of a unexpected way. I <laughs> can't say I was expecting mm -hmm. gathering first. Yeah, and that kind of goes along with all, all of this update on the crafting and gathering. I didn't know that they were doing so much with it. I know they've, they've hinted at it, but, you know, it seems like there's been a lot of investment in this part of the game. Um, and, you know, adding a uh, adding a, a UI element of some sort that shows your, your hot bar for mining. And the next part, the next node actually goes to talk about that, where it's talking about gathering techniques that have been enabled. So we know with techniques yeah. from a combat standpoint, how they work, right? So with their, their weapon, uh, based and, um, you know, basically you build up your readiness to use them and you, you gather readiness by taking and dealing damage. So they've managed to do this into a, into the crafting system into the gathering system, I should say. Uh, so the current techniques they listed include precision strike, solid grip, powerful strikes, chipping, and strike the earth. So again, you know, um, a system that we've seen before, but in a different, uh, different way, a different context, I guess you might yeah, say, right? Yeah. So uh, I really like this kind of stuff. Again, it reminds me of EverQuest 2's crafting. It reminds me of Vanguard crafting and gathering. Um, so interesting, uh, interesting that they're following this. And Nafel is a big fan of both of those games. We've talked with him about that. <laughs> So I, we know he's a he's a fan. I have to like kind of throw this in here, um, just in case. I, I don't know if Nafel was in beta like super long uh, in Vanguard, but folks that were in there for a really long time will note that the very first iteration of Gathering in Vanguard actually had abilities and and all this stuff. Uh, very similar, it sounds like, to what we've got going on here. Um, and the funny thing is that system actually got scrapped um, in favor of just, you know, click and. Yeah, you know. it was ended up being pretty basic, right? Yeah. I think I think they wanted the, the complexity to be in the diplomacy system in that game. I mean, I don't know what they wanted, but the way Both it turned of them out. were worked on by the same person. Uh, so that's kind of the funny thing is uh, I think right. he, he was just told, like, we've already got so much going on, you know. <laughs> but, because yeah. diplomacy is very, is very, you know complex not complex but it's more intricate than oh yeah oh, the yeah. gathering system is <laughs> so but it does um, make sense I, I, that they I, would use the same tech um and apply yeah. it this way because i i wouldn't say any of these systems are supposed to be trivial in pantheon the way that this is manifested no. is uh definitely a, a bit of a surprise i would say um 
Yeah. But I'm I'm for it. Why not, man? It you know, it's funny when when gathering and crafting were first sort of talked at length about by VR, and this is going back two, three years now, because we knew they were gonna be a part of the game. We just didn't know anything about them. Right. They never really talked about them before before NFL was hired and everything. Um I, I remember somebody in the community saying to me that they were really worried about the game at that point because they thought crafting and gathering were wasted effort. Like they thought this is not a system that adds anything to the game. And they were very, very uh, pessimistic about it. But um, I'd be interested to see how they feel about it now, because it sounds like with what they're telling us here, we're going to get to some more details. But, you know, it's it's like you say, it's it's very, um, it's not a trivial system. It, yeah. It's a bona fide system that is adding a lot of interaction to the game with the player and we've said this before but it's something to do when you don't maybe have a lot of time to group you can go out and do some gathering and crafting i think they've come to that realization or they maybe knew it all along but it's something that i've maybe uh become more cognizant of that a system like this really gives the player who doesn't have the time to get a group set up and do stuff, you know, that requires that kind of time commitment it's a, to actually play the game. It's true. Um, I think it's a bit of a paradigm shift and I hope people start to understand like folks that, you know, maybe weren't really for a more in-depth gathering system that they understand, at least as I envision it, um, I think they're going for more of a like sparse approach to, to gathering uh, than maybe we're used to, which I think might be why some people are more against it being more involved because they're used to going from node to node to node to node to node to node, you know, just like mm-hmm. a, a mm-hmm. line of stuff where if you had to like really engage with that over and over and over again, it would get really, really obnoxious. But it seems yeah. like these are more like spread like out it's supposed to be more of a like a special thing when you encounter a node i think i think that's been said too it's like it's supposed to be more of a like oh my gosh like look at that over there like while you're you know adventuring Mm -hmm. and you you know your group can Mm -hmm. get involved and it's it's like this effort um versus just a monotonous over and over again and um yeah i i i love the departure myself but i know it's a it's kind of contentious uh, whether this should be an involved thing or not. And, um, you know, you add that with, uh, it was, you know, confirmed recently that it, we're going to have gear and, you know, all all, like it's a, it's a whole sphere if I could (laughs) use that term. And um, yeah, they're, it's going, it's like, they're putting it in, you know, so hopefully people get to see. I knew, I knew once they hired Nafel that they weren't, it wasn't going to be some sort of trivial throwaway system. Yep. Like I just knowing what he knows and speaking to him, having had conversations, I know his, you know, the way he look at the, looks at this is he wouldn't accept anything that is silly and stupid and been done before a million times. Like he's just not going to be okay with that. So I, all these, te- all these little details here are, are really um, in giving me confidence that the system's going to be something people enjoy. A couple other notes that they added in terms of the details for this uh, update. Uh, it says actually the codex, there's a section of the codex for profession abilities that's been implemented now, which is interesting. Uh, there's a improved interactions with the uh, smelting uh, location. The crafting window has been updated and improved. And uh, one of the more exciting ones is they talk about sh- <laughs> schematics. I almost schematics, said schematics, man. Schematics. Uh, schematics. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So there's a new schematic selection interface that's been added and additional schematics have been added for smelting and blacksmithing. So um, I really thought this was interesting because uh, schematics have been mentioned in the past, but not for a while. So I wanted to go back and look and see, you know, refresh my memory, what they were, how they worked. And I searched my notes um, for when we last heard about them. And coincidentally, it was... So February 2021, there was a developer stream where Nafel was the guest. That's when they gave us the basics. And then in April of 2022, Nafel gave us a bit more detail. And Desmond, I remember after we did the show that week, we talked about it, obviously, and mm-hmm. there was questions. And Nafel was in chat with us during the Rewind chat. And uh, my my past self was having a big brain day and decided to clip those comments from Nafel screenshot them and i did (laughs) and i still have them that's awesome that's such like this is why i take notes guys like yeah yeah man clip those uh clip those developer uh those dev comments because you never know when you might find them useful 
So a couple of things that Nafel noted at the time, and this is again from last year, uh, he said that the ways you find schematic items, uh, you can buy them from merchants, loot them, or be given to them, uh, be given them by NPCs as rewards, uh, trade for them with factions or maybe other secret ways. He said as well, usually the schematic will dictate the model that they use and that he would like to have materials influence the textures and shaders, but that's on the art team. So he didn't really confirm that. Um, there was a question from somebody in the community about losing materials if your crafting fails. And same thing with schematics. If you use a schematic and your doesn't doesn't work out, you know, what's the thinking there? Uh, Nafel said, we'll probably protect some extremely rare materials from being lost, but I wouldn't, I would not expect it unless we're talking about things that are almost unique. So, and somebody's like, oh man, if I lose a schematic, that's that's pretty rough, right? And Nafel said, he's leaning towards letting you keep the schematic if you fail, but he said, we'll see how evil I'm feeling when we implement it. Yeah, that, that's such <laughs> so. a Nafel comment. He's such yeah. a teaser. Like, that's just yeah. part of that's just part of who he is. It's, that's one yeah. reason I'm so, I'm so I mean, surprised by all of this. It's just because, like, Nafel's always teasing. And so I just never know mm-hmm. when <laughs> when the drop's actually yeah. going to happen. But yeah, anyway. He's very active in the in the Discord, in the official Discord. I don't know. If for people that aren't in there, you might want to... And on the forums. You know, yeah, get on the forums. Just go over there and make an account or whatever and, and uh, get in on the VIP, uh, the official Discord because Nafel is uh, talking over there quite a bit. Um, so just some answers that I thought were really interesting and some some good uh, reminders about how this uh, crafting system works and schematics and all that. Um, so yeah, like I said, it's a good system and it sounds like they've put a lot of work in and uh, interesting to see how, uh, you know, what we see in this weekend's PA test, right? Yeah, I mean, I... I, I don't know what we'll be able to do, right? But um, <laughs> I uh, going from you know seeing Co. I think he refined something, right? Uh, it, or he like yeah, tried he to. I, I, yeah. Tried. Um, and you know this was directly addressed in in some of the updates uh, that we just read off. Um, I still it, it doesn't sound like it's done, right? Um, it's definitely not, yeah, done. Yeah, it's not done. So it's it's one of those things where like. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if it's worth, you know, <laughs> if it's worth it, right? Um, until there's mm-hmm. like a full crafting, like you know, make a sword. Like the if what, when yeah. we can make a sword, you know, that that's probably going to be the monumental <laughs> day. But uh, either way, like I, I was surprised to see all this coming in. Like now, um, I'm not mm-hmm. going to complain, of course, because um, obviously this is a major part of the game and the longer it's in the more mature it can get you know and work with other systems and etc etc like it mm-hmm. it's good it's totally good um but uh but yeah big surprise um i love all the plans that he's got and and trust me these plans are they've been laid out <laughs> they're everywhere mm-hmm. um so uh it's gonna be a really fun ride if they keep keep uh, going on this absolutely so that was the big first part now the other substantive update that vr gave us in the newsletter was about where they're at with their underlying networking tech um, and we've, we've been hearing about the post vinyl implementation stuff for the last few months and uh, but the message here that we got in this newsletter is that they basically are happy with where it's at and they're ready to move on and re- reallocate the resources to other systems i'm going to read the quote because it's a good one it says quote a large amount of time focused on pantheon's various back-end systems in order to make the network data and server performance rock solid in preparation for alpha testing as we look toward the next month we're excited to start shifting our engineering resources more fully onto game system development as this shift occurs we will start to see a much greater rate of development on game mechanics similar to the progress we've seen on gathering and crafting this month so that's really cool right like that's that's uh tells you that maybe we can use this as a gauge for what we can expect on other fronts now so classes like you said you know the the surprise was that they spent so much time on gathering crafting whereas they still need to do like a lot of the classes still need to get done right and this kind of thing so yeah it's a positive it it is a really positive thing and just because you brought up the classes thing they actually have a reason um for not pushing classes right now uh, especially with their kind of limited resources, right? Um, it's to to you know start with the basics, right, and get that in a good spot. Um, and while that hurts, as someone that wants you know both of us are like our mains are not in the game yet, I think we understand that uh, 
they don't need to rush a bunch of classes because then it just means they have to juggle all of them, right? Um, yeah. And so yeah. it, it's one of those bittersweet kind of a things. Um, I'm really glad to hear about this. So this is one of the most positive parts of the newsletter for me. Um, you know, I, I I do think we'll be seeing more you know gameplay stuff uh, popping up as as the engineering resources are are freed up because um, there's a lot of other tasks <laughs> that have just been waiting um so yeah i'm Mm -hmm. i'm definitely personally like selfishly i guess waiting for like pets and class related systems but i there's there's just so much Uh, fortunately they have you know three programming resources now um you know veteran as well so like Mm -hmm. i'm really excited to see what happens when they can take their eyes off of vinyl for a second (laughs) yeah yeah, well, although the the words rock solid preparation in preparation for alpha testing is a pretty nice, uh, pretty That's strong good. wording right there to um, to where they're at, how they feel about it. So um, I'm glad to see that. I hope we get to demonstrate um, the rock solidness. <laughs> I really do. Yeah, it's yeah, me too, man. I this is like this is the core of everything. And and if it, it go, you know, if this PA test this weekend goes super smoothly, it's uh, really uh, a, yeah, that would be really great. Um. So in terms of other miscellaneous things that were updated on the roadmap, um, I do, I did note the climbing is, had a, had a different, a little bit of a different wording, um, but it says climbing is now associated with an approvable skill. Improving your skill in climbing will reduce your endurance drain while climbing and increase your climbing speed. So compared to last month, there was some updates on climbing last month too, but this month uh, it talks a little bit more about uh, the improvable skill and, and, and like I said, climbing, huh. you know, basically getting better at it over time. See, I, I, in my notes, so, I had it as like the same thing. That's why I didn't, I didn't I, note it. I went back and double checked. Yeah. I went back and double checked the January newsletter and the February newsletter. And it's definitely different. You know, I um, wonder if they pulled a sneaky edit because, uh, I, I, <laughs> the way I do my notes is I kind of write over, um, the previous months just to compare, oh. you know, from last month's, um, and and that's why I, I I you know just like transparency I made a note in the script here because I was like yeah I know this is the that's same what thing me to go back and look um, at it and yeah. I I should have gone back to the web page and and seen that because it was the same as what I had in my notes and I mean I don't think I'm pre uh, yeah oh, preeminent <laughs> whatever whatever <laughs> um, thank you yes thing. you saw you saw into the future yes you did. Anyway, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at it right now and, and they, yeah, last month was talking about climbing, removing the endurance bar and putting in a different thing and talked about exhaustion anyway. Um, so that's this month's update on climbing, which just sounds pretty cool. Um, they talked about improving the, uh, starting areas for the shaman and wizard slash enchanters. So just sort of changing up the layouts in those areas a little bit. Um, if you look on the uh, calendar, which we're going to talk about in a minute, <clears throat> you'll see a nice little, uh, nice little bridge there. So uh, yeah. that might be the, related to the that. The keen so. watchers will, uh, have noted that yeah. bridge that we've, we've seen it before yeah, recently. Yeah. So, uh. Yeah. Recently then, co-played his, uh, wizard. He, uh, was there many, many times crossing that bridge. Yeah, very, yes, true. <laughs> um, out of curiosity again we're, i've i've screwed up the script so many times this episode i'm just like embracing it but uh <laughs> do you think that looks very different to you the uh, bridge in the uh in the yeah. calendar you mean does it look different no it looks exactly that's the same what i as, thought uh, too so i wonder yeah, if it'll it look exactly more different <laughs> i think this maybe was taken before they made their update i don't know i mean it does say layouts to the area. It doesn't say the bridge specifically. We'll know so soon, I guess. Maybe. We'll see. Yes, we'll see soon enough. Um, in terms of zones, uh, they did add an updated note about, this is interesting, additional ruined house variants added to the throne fast. Now, we saw that on the, I think, on the dev stream. Yep, we, we saw, saw the models. Those models. Yeah. Yep. So it says, be on the lookout for bandits, bandits taking up residence in some of these abandoned homes. So, what? Uh, challenge accepted. <laughs> what? Uh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so... I, it's funny because I like, I don't know how to feel about this. I feel like a bandit jumping out and like ambushing you in the middle of town is, would be a very, uh, uh, people would either love it or hate it. I don't think this is (laughs) uh, in town. I think this is just out and about. Okay. 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 Because it just says thrown fast, right? You know, it's not like in Avalia or whatever, um, which is the town, you know, that we have so far. 
Um, I don't know. I'm I'm excited though uh, to see some of the new assets in. Um, they've noted a, sure. a, several, you know, updates over the last few months about you know, adding some more stuff, a little bit more to the zones, and and it's good. They're mm-hmm. just continuing to do that, so it's it's nice. Yeah, I think in what we've seen of of Throne Fast as a zone in general, we could you could definitely use a little bit more of these, uh, a little bit more details along the way, right? Like a little yeah. more. Stuff like this is, is probably welcome. In between, fill it out a little bit. <laughs> In betweeners, yeah, good way, good way of saying that. Um, I also said the improvements for the layout, uh, biomes, and architecture of the pool of paths, and so this is what I said already: the shaman starting area, the wizard and enchanter starting area, uh, yep. has been changed up a little bit. Under animations, uh, we got some cool uh, new updates for completed. So they completed additional animations and polish for the following. They said one-handed auto attacks and combat idle stance, dual wield auto attacks and combat idle stance, one-handed with shield, uh, death and near-death states, two-handed combat idle stance, and initiated work on two-handed blade auto attacks. So, you know, I don't know when we'll see any of these, um, but VR did say they're making the push over the next month to integrate uh, their new models with all of the newly polished animations. So that's pretty cool. And I, um, although, you know, it was a good thing that this pre-alpha test, they didn't wipe the characters for, you know, selfish reasons. (laughs) I kind of hope that the March one um, is when we see this. And if, if they do, you know, I think that would be sort of an indicator that we might actually see these in the next. The next yeah, I, I hope so, man. But I, I am really glad they gave at least a little update on, on this, um, at least like a kind of somewhat projection, you know, next month or so. Um, because, mm-hmm. you know, as we kind of said, each, each month that we go through this, um, it feels like, we're getting these, uh, like we were going to be getting these a little while ago, or at least that's kind of like what I think we were under the impression of. Um, and you know, they've been held up a while, or at least it feels that way. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm still very eager (laughs) to see them, uh, and all the other stuff that comes with them, you know, with the animations and stuff, um, like in game. Uh, and I, I do hope this is done by next, next session, especially if that session, um, is, public in any way um it, it just especially like darkmar we don't even know what they look like yeah. still like they're yeah, supposed to be basically I, I really, done like uh, yeah I'd, I'd love to see them i think that would be a really nice addition to the next test and i think it would be it would go a long way to doing a sort of a refresh on the uh, testing sessions remember at the beginning of the year we said that these testing sessions are gonna be a litmus test for how much progress is actually happening right so they've told us all They've been really focused on the networking, getting that rock solid. I mean, that makes sense. The last two, three tests now, no character wipes. They just focus on the networking aspect. Now we're ready to move into other stuff. So Yeah, it definitely felt like we're we're still in that like nose down kind of phase of, mm-hmm. of wrapping up a lot of loose ends. Um, they started the monthly sessions, which is, is great, right? But uh, it definitely, I don't know. I feel like this producer's letter was a bit lighter um than we've yeah. gotten uh you know like i don't want to say that crafting and gathering stuff wasn't pretty big but you know there's just something uh kind of made me feel like you know well, that, that was it yeah. <laughs> um yeah. no yeah. i agree i don't know it's just a feeling um but uh i i you know i want to see development ramping up you know i i Maybe uh, maybe it was just kind of all those uh, updated quote unquote sections, <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah. but but it's just like I don't know. Maybe we'll get uh, another great dev stream like we did last month, and and that always makes it hard to follow up, right? Like whenever they have a good piece of content, it's like <laughs> it's tough to go after yeah. that. But yeah, like what what did you think about the the producer's letter this month? Um, yeah, pretty much the same as you. I, I have the same feelings almost uh, to the to the letter because I, th- so the next section we'll talk about in a minute, but again, it, it was interesting to see some of the work that goes on behind the scenes, um, but it's also very technical. Um, and I just think the, um, I think that uh, we're still in that like waiting to see how these monthly tests are what fruit are they bearing? You know, like, what are they producing? Is it because of the testing that we got? They're, they're now able to get away from the networking and the backend stuff. Is that the result of that? I would have liked to think it is, but, um, you know, what other fruit has it bore, you know? So 
Uh, yeah, just a bit of a light newsletter, but I, I think you're right. I mean, we talked about the dev stream this month being really, really solid. You know, all that video footage, all the uh, visual treats we got were, so you, you sort of balance that and it ends up in the middle somewhere. And I think, you know, at a nice place, If anything, having, place. you know, the producer's letter roadmap and stuff be a little on the light side, uh, it, it uh, gives us a little bit more room for for the other big stuff this week. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we do have other big stuff. So so let's move on. So the dev feature that I mentioned a minute ago was with Esther Shin, uh, one of their artists, talking about some of the signature botanicals uh, that uh, they're developing. So um, a really nice screenshot, really, really nice. I really love how they put the blur in the background and then sort of edit it to look however it looks, you know, whatever they did to make it look like that. There was a quote right at the top of this piece that uh, says, in creating the world of Terminus, especially due to its uniqueness with planar collisions causing fractures and wild climates, it's important to include highlights, both big and small, that surround the player creating a feeling of uniqueness within the current space they inhabit. So really like how they're tying in the lore of the world and, and the reasons for things to be there. Yep. We've talked about this. As you and you'd I expect. This and, <laughs> yep. So these flowers that we see are called King's Bloom, thrown Fastian King's Bloom, actually. And one of the um, concept art pieces that went along with it uh, actually has a human height reference. So you see they're actually, they're quite tall. Uh -huh. They're sort of like three quarters as tall as a human. So, uh, you know, expect that they're not just little flowers on the on the forest floor. They're actually quite large. Um, with the nice little details that uh, Jared uh, includes in all his concept art. Uh, so this one went into some of the technical stuff about how Esther's using, you know, the tools like ZBrush and Photoshop and, and uh, Maya to do all the things that uh, they do to create this. And it's very interesting from a technical standpoint, but not a lot for us to talk about, though. So Yeah, I, like I, I feel like if anything, it. it kind of showcases that there's there's more to making even just like a simple custom yeah. asset um, than, than, you know, some people might think. Um, but right. as far as like game details, uh, it's kind of like, it's almost like a follow-up to last month, right? Um, with the concept mm -hmm. art piece, it's like, well, here's the next step and that's cool. It's cool. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. 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 I mean, it's just the little details that catch your eye and, um, stuff like this stands out. So I, I appreciate the, the hard work that's going into it. And, uh, you know, again, keep your eye on the, on the, the video, the stream from PA test this weekend. Maybe you'll see those. Um, and then uh, last but not least in the newsletter was the calendar for the things coming up in March. So do a quick recap of the calendar. Uh, March 9th, we have another VIP uh, Bring Out Your Devs uh, interview. This one with uh, character artist Philip Kedge. So that's somebody new that we haven't uh, heard from before. That'll be interesting for the VIP. Yeah, I have to uh, like shout out uh, Philip because, you know, he came from the community. Uh, so it's going to be really neat to get the tables turned a little bit, you know, um, and have him <laughs> already be a part yeah. of, uh, of the official VR content. It's really neat. Yeah. Yeah. Philip, uh, was a regular in the rewind chat, uh, a long time, well, not a long time, but before he was with VR. And then once he was with VR, it still comes around once in a while. So really love to hear from him on the ninth. March 16th is the next uh, dev live stream. And we're going to get Nafel, who uh, is going to be yeah. talking about gathering and crafting. Yeah. So lots of uh, details and, and follow-up stuff that we can ask, uh, have a chance to ask uh, during that session. On the 23rd, Parting the Veil returns for the month of March after a week, a month off in February. They're going to be talking about what open world means in terms of Pantheon. So that's uh -huh. love. I, love me some open world. Yeah, me too. Me too. I love open worlds. I'm really curious. You know, they, it's these are always just so vague. It's uh, it's it's rather yeah, titillating. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> we'll see. Okay, total tangent here. I'm, I apologize, but I started playing Elden Ring again, like as a, <laughs> as a cat caster class oh my god it's so much easier as a caster class i gotta tell you for one but that game defines open world like that is the best open world game i've ever played it is unbelievable it's so funny you even say that because someone else just earlier this week had those exact same words um I, I, yeah. like we got props to them um and i i'm curious how how it's defined for pantheon right um and we'll see yeah. we'll see on the 23rd we will yeah absolutely um, on the, uh, I skipped over the uh, March 18th and 19th is actually the ne next date for the next pre-alpha testing session. Yeah. So that's Saturday, the 18th to Sunday, the 19th from 10 a.m. to 10 a.m. Uh, Pacific 
uh, on the following It is Sunday. interesting they moved it so, up, though, right? Like, Yeah, it's a little earlier in the month that we're used to. And it also means that if, if we have difficulty this, <laughs> this week cramming everything together, um, <laughs> I, I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens next month. Um, I hope they have a, another, like, you know, stream uh, for someone, um, you know, next month, even if it's just like, if it's Co or something. Um Mm-hmm. just for the sheer saturation right but um sure. but again uh for us having to put this all together um imagine how how much harder this is going to be with a dev stream and, <laughs> and a pa test know, right yeah 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 i'm trying not to try not to sorry, think about sorry, that sorry. too much yeah. we'll tackle that of, when we get there it's a lot of work yes that's for another day that's that's tomorrow therix problem um and uh, then the March newsletter comes out on March 30th. So that'll wrap up the month again. So, uh, and then finally in the uh, newsletter, of course, is the community feature. We met Ellerin, who is a regular oh, over yeah. on the, the official Discord. Very chatty over there. Nice to uh, get to know them as well. Um, and uh, yeah, you mentioned as well, you got a note here about the uh, art update they released on YouTube, right? Uh, the art update. Yes. Oh, um, I see. I, I can't believe I already forgot, even though I have it in the notes. Um, (laughs) yeah, we're doing great. Um, so (laughs) this is actually really cool. And and I'm glad you reminded me because, uh, this is something I really, really appreciate. Uh, I mean a little bit just as a content creator, but also just like, it's just really nice to condense something that was just released into a more, um, like easy to digest or share portion. And what they did Mm -hmm. is they took like, all of these art updates that they've done recently, like, cause it wasn't even just the um, dev stream, right? It was like more than, it was like two months of stuff basically. Right. Shoved right. it all together in one awesome little like B roll video on their YouTube channel. And uh, the, you know, positive is I really love it. It's great B roll. And, <laughs> and um, <laughs> it's nice to have it all together on the other side of it. It is so awkward to me because it's all super in progress. Um, and I already can tell from some of the comments that people aren't taking it that way. So it's a little bit of a trade-off, but I got to say, I appreciate it. I think they should keep doing it, (laughs) but definitely check it out. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, I looked at the comments, they were like, you know, 80% positive and then 20% whatever, right? So just uh, take it for what it is. But uh, I think it makes life much easier (laughs) for the content creators as well to have that all available like that. Um, and then finally, before we, uh, move on the, uh, congratulations to the winner of the, uh, February, 2023 pre-office session giveaway that they did. So this is again through gleam.io. This one goes out to Bjorn Tor, who won uh, themselves a pre-alpha pass basically. So look forward to uh, seeing you in there this weekend, Bjorn. That is so a fu- really fun thing. I hope we see this person yes. in PA cause that is the, the jolliest thing ever. <laughs> the jolliest thing ever. Yes, absolutely. All right. So that's the news. Let's look at the notes for our calendar for the week coming up, February 27th through to March 5th. Of course, midnight Eastern Monday, the the After Dark crew continues to play Dark Age of Camelot. And uh, if you haven't checked it out, they uh, actually have been... Uh, the, the Drac opened up a uh, merch store on the uh, Twitch channel on the page. So if you want to look at, get some uh, Pantheon Plus merch, we're going to be putting that out it's also in the discord under the uh server rules uh uh channel you can find the link to that but uh yeah go and hang out with them mondays midnight eastern on our twitch channel we're still playing lord of the rings online tuesdays and thursdays nine o'clock on tuesday seven o'clock on thursday twitch on tuesday youtube on thursday we're having a ton of fun the raiding is about to commence we are close to raid level so that's gonna be fun uh, March Madness for our uh, MMO March Madness. <laughs> Voting begins on Wednesday. So if you have not made a bracket yet and you want to know how to do it, join our Discord. There's a channel that has a rules. It has an explanation about how to do it. You got to get that in before March 1st because that is when the voting begins. Yep. And whoever wins is going to win some of that merch that I mentioned. So yeah, good luck. I know some people are waiting to the very last second yep. out there. I want to scope out the competition, you know? Yeah, it's. I mean, it is sort of the, uh, you know, smart way to do it, I guess you might say. But <laughs> I've never um, done this before. I've just, I'm just flying by the seat of my pants, man. 
<laughs> you're just yeah nathan napalm is he's he's got the strategy i know he was talking about it on stream there the other night so um and then on wednesday as well our friend ben and i has another chapter of amonsol's shadow the fox and the wolf going up on uh, pantheon dot plus and uh, uh that just, uh, his uh, fan fiction is something to always be aware of now we have a new fan fiction piece from our friend breakout who's uh oh. back was uh back uh gone for a little bit and now back in the community and has written a fan fiction piece now I'm not going to try and pronounce this because I don't know how to pronounce it, but I'm just going to say it's called Savior in the Snow. It has a like pre-title, but I don't, <laughs> we're just going to go with Savior in the Snow. And and again, that's going to be on our website at Pantheon.plus if you want to read Breakout's fan fiction, his inaugural fan fiction piece. And uh, that'll go up on Saturday. But before that, on Friday, our friend Redbeard Flynn has a video going up on his YouTube channel called New RPGs in 2023. So checking out what's going on, what's what's coming up this year in RPGs. So we're going to throw it here to future Theric and Desrin because we are recording this on Friday, but we are also going to record on Saturday after our pre-alpha session to give you some reflections as the little intro there suggested. So enjoy these pre-alpha testing stream reflections. All right, so here we are, everybody. We are uh, future Theric and Desrin, and we are here to talk about what we just experienced in the uh, pre-alpha test stream that we were able to do. Hopefully, uh, you all saw it and you enjoyed it, and you had some thoughts that we can, uh, you know, we can answer during the live chat and during the premiere. But yeah. Um, Desrin, yeah, I just wanted to. Uh, I thought we'd just, you know, give some off-the-cuff reactions, and uh, you have some notes, some some ideas, some things you want to mention. Uh, I mean, I uh, I was juggling a lot of things, so my note taking was not <laughs> nearly <laughs> as uh, as good as it usually would be. But uh, I will say, man, that I am I am feeling some feels uh, after yes, that. Uh, me too. Uh, the the emotional impact of that whole thing was probably just as big as the you know the more mechanical like, hey, we got to like show things and and all this. I- there was um there was a comment that I called out during the stream from Nathan Napalm where he just said, you know, this is what Brad's vision was. You guys are embodying uh, Brad's yeah. vision. Like, dude, that that hits me deep. Like that really touches a nerve for me. And like that is what I feel like we're capable of doing. And I feel like that came across in the stream. And I'm just so validating to hear that. But um what a what a nice group centric experience it was. We all played a role right like you had your heels stands on the tanking and dimos on the off tank and sparrow on the rogue and drac on the wizard and me on the enchanter just everybody doing their part like felt so good to be interdependent on each other right you were dependent on a little bit of mana incoming from me but also on stands you know and his abilities using his abilities properly so that you could actually hold up as our only healer right I mean, Daimler saved me as well. Uh, yeah. Uh, at one point. I mean, I, I also saved him, but like, you know, it, it, that whole dynamic of like, we're, I mean, we really just, we have all this practice with the 101 and 201 group, you know, and the Monday yeah. nights and all this. And like, it really was just like our typical group, you know, uh, just we, we maybe explain things more. Right. Mm-hmm. But it, that was just how it be. Um, like, yeah. I know people probably, uh, I was thinking about this during the stream, but people looking back to the last uh, dev stream that they did in December where they uh, they showed going through some deeper parts of the Goblin Caves, right? Um, yep. Which was really cool, really cool. But, you know, with plenty of bias, I'm sure, I feel like ours was different somehow. Um, yeah. yeah. I feel like getting to that spot is sort of a necessary part of the experience. You know what I mean? Like, because you getting to a place is an achievement. That's, that's like, that's a mob you're overcoming as well. Just the trying to get to that location and, you know, going through that dark cave and, and stands trying to sort of navigate us through there and picking, which do I take left or right? You know, do, which way do we go? The other thing I noticed too, when we were in there and that I wanted to mention on stream and I didn't, but hearing other groups around us, right? Yeah. Hearing yeah. the sounds of combat and spells being cast and things going on around you. It's something that's subtle, but I think a lot of people miss 
in the modern MMO experience. You don't really hear that anymore. And that's, that's awesome. I, I keyed in on it right away. I mean, that, that moment where, so we were, you know, kind of just hitting our heads, like, you know, walking around in this dark cave. Right. And yeah. we, we're not seeing many people. Uh, like yeah. we're seeing, you know, stragglers and stuff. And then, you know, one group that kind of tails up to pick up their corpses and all this. But then we get, we get to that area that I'm, I mean, I'm surprised we made it right. Um, mm -hmm. We get to that area and there's like a mass of people mm -hmm. deep inside of this dungeon. How cool mm -hmm. is that, man? And that, that was like a total accident. Like, I think that's one thing that this stream is going to really show is you know the dev streams are really isolated they're natural and stuff obviously you know they're just they're just goofing around with their friends just mm -hmm. just like we are but having all these people around and and you know like we had some goals you know right but mm -hmm. we a lot it was so organic really and i yes. i can't get over that feeling of sharing what the actual experience is like um, yeah. and like, we're not trying to blow it up or like make it seem like something it's not like, you know, we, there are places we could have gone that would have probably shown better. I think, I mean, the, mm -hmm. the ruins were pretty cool, but like, you know, we're not yeah, doing anything weird. And, and I, I hope people trust us enough at this point to know that we wouldn't do that anyway. Um, and I'm really glad that there's that side out there. Um, as kind of a, uh, you know, Yang to the uh, dev stream version, right? Yes, yes. The, you're right. I mean, the dev stream versions are sort of a canned experience with with nobody else, you know, in the world. That They're just out there by themselves. And this felt more like we were in a, a world that we were in. And we, you drop, we, we dropped down to that hole at the end when people were like, you know, that was a yeah, great chat, moment too, by yeah. the way. I, that's chat. why we had to do it. We had to it, do it. <laughs> I was, me and Sparrow were like, no, you can't make us. And then you're like, come on, come on. Okay, fine. Like even stuff like that happens in a social, you know, way, a social context. It's it's just very satisfying. Um, so yeah, ending up where we did is is very exciting. And knowing that there's people down there also helped us get there. Like it helped yes, us it because did. there was mobs were cleared out. I mean, there was some, you know, the path was, was laid down a little bit, which is kind of a nice thing. Daimlos so, noted that in the after show that the undead ruins in a sense were easier because there was like six groups camping it. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it, all these little things that kind of play into the whole experience, like other groups just existing in yeah. this open world, it's crazy. And uh, just to tail on to th uh, that little bit that we were just covering, do you feel like it was weird how natural this felt? Like, we're, you know, we're just streaming Pantheon. Like, we're streaming any other mm -hmm. game. I don't know if it's just because the practice, you know, we've gotten from doing other that, games, but... That's what I that's what I chalk it up to, is that we we are sort of, like, practiced as a streaming as a group. I, 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 think, it's a, I think it's a very rare thing that you don't see a lot. You don't see... I mean, streaming is generally a solo activity these days. Um, but I think we've, we've sort of honed our craft a little bit here. And that really, I felt like that came through. I felt like it paid off because it's not easy to do. It was, um, it was exciting. You know, obviously we're all excited, but at the same time, it was just so natural. Yeah. <laughs> it was so yeah. natural. Totally. Um, another note that I had made here and, and we didn't really talk about it yet, but was how stable the game was no crashes. You know, I thought it ran well. I mean, I, for me, it, it runs Fine. I thought it looked great, but I want to talk about the stability because that is something we talked about earlier in this episode was how they're getting to the point. They feel like they're at a point where they have a really solid networking and backend solution and yeah. they're ready to move into different areas. I thought that was demonstrated well in the stream. We didn't have a single crash. We didn't really run into any lag. I mean, there's those chunks where you, you know, you hit a line, an invisible line and you sort of chunk. We saw that. Yeah. And I, I'm going to, I'm going to push back and say just level streaming, uh, because that, that is something that should get solved over time. Um, just so people yeah. don't associate it with, with the V word, but yeah. Yeah. Ch the chunking. I knew as soon as I said chunking, I was going to draw out the V word, but, um, yeah, I, I just, I was happy that it performed, the game performed so well and, and held up and, and uh, really want to give VR kudos for that. So And I can't stress um, enough, it looks better every single time too. Um, optimizations obviously are going to happen later, like, at, and, and they are happening as well. Like, obviously, like we can't speak to specifics so much, but like, 
they are mm-hmm. still doing things that can be done, but like it looks better every single time. You know, they add new stuff. They, it, it even the ruins actually surprised me. I was like, whoa! For some reason, these just seem like they look better mm-hmm. than I remember. Um, yeah, and it, 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 yeah, it doesn't run like a you know released game should. I don't think. So, no, but I agree. I agree. It runs good enough to test without issue. I would say. I, I, and I would say it runs good enough to do a stream like this. You know, like I felt like we we didn't we weren't hindered by any kind of technical issues. I mean, well, Drac, Drac was you know, running it at yes. low, right? Um, which is a kind of unfortunate, but you know, in it's development a streaming software. thing though, and it and it's a, again we saw this with Embers Adrift too, right? When it Same becomes thing, when yep. it's unoptimized for the streaming process and, and your computer's trying to both play it and stream it and OBS is interacting as well. So you get into some technical issues there, but on, on VR's end, I think from a, just a pure, pure gameplay standpoint, it performed very, very well. And I'm very uh, hopeful for that. You know, it's funny. There was a lot of times when I, I just, I wanted to be in control of where the camera was looking because I wanted to look oh, yeah. at so many things. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, like we walked into that cave and there was a, one of the giant, you know, one of the plants props was right at the entrance of the cave and I walked over yeah. to it and, but I'm like, if I was streaming, I would be showing this, you know, and I Drac is doing a million things and that, this is not a critique. This is just saying like my eye was caught by so many things that I wanted to show people the King's bloom, the throne fasting King's bloom. We talked about earlier in the show, you know, was on display. It was there. You saw it. Um, so many, so many things to look at, right? You just have to hope that there are people out there as crazy as us that are going to pick apart every little thing. And, um, <laughs> and, you know, even if it wasn't focused on maybe, maybe see stuff, uh, that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, well, I hear you what, though. That's what Ben and I is here for. Yeah, that's <laughs> he'll, right. He'll uh, that's go right. through the stream and do a, uh, pick it apart. So, um, yeah, any, any other notes or any other reflections you had, um, desert i i don't know man i'm just i'm really full of appreciation i hope that was uh you know clear from all of us in the stream tons of dev but you know folks hanging out in in chat and uh in game and just you know, mm-hmm. i really felt the support from vr and the community and like that that just it, it totally made my day and made the stream really really cool like no one was you know no one was breaking nda no one was flaming yeah. us backseating or anything like it was it was just so uh, effortless and and wholesome <laughs> yeah agreed yep. agreed it it you know I, we were talking before the stream about being like are you nervous are you feeling the nerves and i was like no i'm just hyped i'm just jacked up i just want to get in there and do this thing cuz it's like i know what it could be and and i i really do feel fulfilled by it i feel like it it met my expectations for what i wanted to show um you know i already in my head i want to start developing a game plan for the next time we want to stream right or next oh yeah there's so many things we could do better as well when there's just other things we could do like there is there's stuff we we didn't go places we didn't go that i want to show people hopefully we made that clear (laughs) oh and the other thing is i want to get my cleric for the next stream because i got that wicked hammer (laughs) we saw drop in the spirit ruins dude as soon as we are done this i'm going back in there and i'm getting my cleric and i'm equipping that sucker so uh man oh man and drac was yep. smart and you know went down and and looted it showed it or showed it on stream before i looted it so just, yeah just amazing yeah and little so. moments like that i think are what is really going to make our our stream stand out uh and and hopefully things that we can continue just being a natural group and it's just you get you observe them in their natural habitat, right? <laughs> observe um, them in their natural you know? habitat, right? Exactly. Uh, so yeah, that that was yeah. The uh, the only thing that I I maybe am disappointed is I my lore reading was interrupted by random Rob's yeah. trading activities. I, I was I was mid lore read and that got interrupted, but how rude? Not salty about it. Yeah, how rude, right? However, not salty about it because if you're listening to this, you're actually going to hear all the things I was going to say at the end of the show during, our, <laughs> during the lore, you know, because I was Eric will get you anyway. Ahead. Yeah. I'll get oh, you anyway. So Rob great. can't stop the lore. No matter how hard you try, Rob, you cannot can't stop. stop the lore. Oh can't man. Stop the lore. <laughs> That's the next man of Rohan song, by the way. Uh, so yeah, let's, um, let's, I just wanted to make a short little reflections, uh, reaction, uh, piece here for the show about 15 minutes long. So let's wrap this up unless you have anything else does, uh, anything else you want to mention? 
Nope. Uh, I could kind of just wrap it up with uh, if you're here listening to the rewind, and you haven't seen uh, the VOD yet. Uh, if you're here for the premiere, it probably won't be up on YouTube for a bit. But uh, if you're you know watching after the fact, um, definitely check it out on on YouTube and uh, tell us what you think. You know, give us feedback and uh, if you you know agree or you're frustrated by something or just throw it out there. Uh, we're really curious. And I know VR is really curious as well uh, to see how, how that showed. Right. Um, but uh, yeah. Is that it for, for you too? Yeah, that's it for me too. I think that's all I have to say. So all right, wrap it up. Yeah. Well uh, I, you know, hope you guys enjoyed our little kind of more um, just conversational unpacking, I guess of the PA session um, stream. Uh, and hopefully this will be the first of many. Uh, and I guess you guys are just along for the ride. Yeah. Onward and upward. There we go. That's right. (laughs) Onward and upward to this week's community spotlight. The Pantheon community is full of cool projects, new people, and things that are just worth sharing. Hmm? What's this over here? Look at that. So let's see what we can find in this week's Community Spotlight. All right. Well, it's going to be hard to follow that up, but, um, <laughs> uh, you know, we got we to gotta shout out our community creators. Um, and uh, we've got a few things this week. Uh, you know, as you mentioned in the uh, notes uh, in our calendar earlier, um, Ben and I has been cracking out these fan fiction series. And um, that, you know, continues this last week, if you missed it. Uh, first off, he's got part two of Amonsol's Shadow, The Fox and the Wolf, which, you know, again, this is fan fiction. Um, I have to say it again, though. He's getting just really great at narrating and creating ambience. Mm-hmm. Um, it is just, it's such a treat. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm tempted to, I'm tempted to steal your thunder here. Cause I'm looking at the next part of the notes. Cause that's what I was going to mention. Take too, it away. I'll man. let you continue. No, no, no. I, I, no. I, I, okay. So Ben and I, he's, he's <laughs> also, he's already venturing out into other things. This guy's like, he's a machine man. Like what he took, the energy he took into his, um, <laughs> you know, like conspiracy theories and, and all this other stuff. He's just taken straight to like video creation. And uh, so naturally he's already doing new things and, um, this was a, su- a great surprise. He put out this other video um, called Saga of Strangers, the Dwarves. And this is where Ben, ben and I, he just whips out this kind of sc- the Scottish accent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Who knew he had it in him? I, I've, I've talked to him. He doesn't have a Scottish accent, but he did there for you this. Go. Um, and the way he does this, he, he tells this um, backstory of the dwarves um, from the perspective of the Eridola. Um, which is a new yes. faction or race that we mm-hmm. know of. Yeah, they're a race. Uh, I think. You know that uh, it's just a really cool take on like racial backstory, and uh, and who doesn't love the racial backstory of the dwarves anyway? So it's hard to miss that, mm-hmm. and uh, but he did not miss it. <laughs> so I just yeah. I really appreciate the yeah. creativity. Um, I wouldn't have thought of that. <laughs> no, absolutely. I'm going to give a little a little teaser here too. It's not in the script, but. Uh, some of you have been watching on the 201. Uh, we had Mana Rohan on in our crew, and uh, he's uh, he's got something in the works. I think there's a collaboration between him and Ben and I that uh, you might uh, see at some point down the yeah. road. So, you know what the kind of content Mana Rohan creates? Very musical. Keep an keep an ear out for something between those these two, uh, you know, inspirations down the road here. Good call out, man. Uh, well, lastly. Uh, you know, thanks to our friends at Disparate Worlds, um, you know, specifically Moxis, uh, he does this like quick recap of the newsletter in video form. Um, so I know we're rather long-winded. Um, <laughs> and this is like, you know, kind of Cliff Notes version of uh, of at least the first part of the producer's letter. And uh, that the, it's, it's like something they started last year. Um, so if you like those quick recaps, you know, make sure you're subscribed to their channel and, uh, they do Pantheon and Ashes stuff. And, uh, this is a, a great little series that they do. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Good stuff from them. Haven't seen them in a while. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was like a little afraid they stopped, but she's back on it. So whatever. <laughs> it's great. 
Um, yep. And honestly, I, I thought there was more this week. Uh, I, I don't know if it's just like the anticipation of what's to come, but like, you know, I, I crawled around the, the community. I like, I couldn't find the stuff that I thought I was missing. So um, yeah, I think it's just, uh, I'm, a, I'm a little frantic, but uh, as always, if I did miss something, um, feel free to let me know. And I'd be happy to shout it out on the next rewind. Um, if, if it's something that, like we really should have mentioned and um i think that is going to be it though for this week's community spotlight sit back and relax it's time for the lore you know all right well it has been way too long since we actually read some canon lore from this game and now i know we've we've read this piece before but it's been a while so and with the pre-alpha stream this weekend i wanted to get back to basics in a way because I, I think that there might be some new people checking out the game for the first time this weekend so i thought like what would be the best lore to introduce players to the world of terminus and the answer to that question is there's two pieces uh, firstly there's the introduction by the keeper and although it's not on the website any at the moment um, it, it is actually available if you go to vr's sound soundcloud page they have a recording of, of somebody doing the voiceover of it um as well as the other uh, game music is there too. And that's the first piece. And then the second is from the Journal of Semina, the last of the Jinto, detailing their homeworld's destruction and their arrival then on Terminus. So I thought these both painted a really nice picture for players who may just be discovering the game. So whether you're new or old, uh, listen along as I read some of the lore that helps set the stage in Pantheon, as written by lead writer J.N. Gerhardt and read by myself. To all who desire a home in this world. Must you meet an ember elf to know that the ancient ways are changing? Or be haunted by the past of the Darkmer to reflect that perhaps you are as well? Must you see an ogre stagger from blows to know that any beast can be defeated? Or witness an archai transformed in birth to understand that which delivers life may also yield great pain? Must you witness the ferocity of a dwarf to fear their stillness in the storm? Or spy a halfling's peaceful sleep to endorse their madness when it abounds? Must you tremble before the hivish gnomes to be reminded of the realms we came from so long ago? Or weep as the scar subvert a single tree to know there are threats which may only be defeated here and now? Must you recite Avendir's speech of souls to be stirred as deeply to endure in every season? I have told my own self the answer to all these questions is no. Yet, I do not know if I believe it. Thus, friend, if you are truly looking for a home, I compel you, go searching for it. There has never been nothing. When the thorns of Terminus press against your skin, it may not seem useful to remember the past. As you look the rose of this world in the eye, a natural beauty crowned in the splendor of her many peoples, you may think that only the blind could deny this all had a beginning. Beneath the innumerable hands of deities and pantheons, it may seem only a faithless fool should doubt such a plain thing, and with the splinters of other worlds grafted over the skin of this one, springing back to life as of old, to argue against realms beyond may sound as astute as claiming the death of the sun after its rays retreat for night. But I saw a dreadful power spread its wings over the cosmos, and it pierced my faith in the past. I stared into the eyeless face of an eclipse as it bore down on my world, crowned in the dust of those it had already turned to nothing. I have felt the hands of my pantheon torn in two, witnessed that cosmic power grip the very god I worshipped with indifference, withering him to a dead husk. The ground beneath my feet splintered as my own planet's invincible beauty was crushed by an unseen hand, only a fragment of my people spared. I was blind with fear. I called the sun dead. I believed in nothing. Yet nothing did not claim me. This world is filled with those it did not claim, preserved by an unseen hand, perhaps at great risk. Though I have no evidence of it, there is a war waged beyond our gods for many things, and this world is one of them. To these higher sovereignties we gave our nothing, and they have given us terminus. 
Though laying in a bed of thorns, this world is a cradle of infant hope for we old orphans. This is our wild, delicate cosmos now. This is our undeserved inheritance, our humble crown. And we must exhaust ourselves knowing and discovering it, lose ourselves defending it from within. For there has never been nothing, nor will there ever be. And that is the lore you know. And that is a long show. I'm assuming we had a lot to say. So for everybody listening, we're recording this Friday. We're going to record another piece tomorrow, Saturday, after the PA test. So I don't know what happened. I don't know what we said there. I'm assuming we were long-winded. Yeah, we just so. assume that we had some, you know, massive, like crazy <laughs> things to say and, and a bunch of reminiscing and nostalgia and, you know, trying to call out things we met. I don't know. Like, who knows what's going to yeah. be in there. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it and managed to stick to the end of this, you know, rather lengthy episode. Um, and I, Theric, yeah. I'm sorry I didn't call out the lore in the beginning of the show. <laughs> oh, I, no worries. It's been sort of because we, we didn't have it last week, so you're out of practice. Exactly. Right? You, weren't, you weren't expecting But this it. was a great, great I choice. I, I, you know, have to come by and yeah. say, and uh, and ties right into everything. It's this great little bow on the episode. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. So yeah, hopefully, hopefully everybody enjoyed that. And hopefully uh, you <clears throat> also enjoyed the stream. Uh, let us know in the comments here. We didn't want to wait till next week to do a stream recap. We wanted to get it right in here because it's going to air on Sunday and you'll have seen it on Saturday. So we wanted to be very current. So hopefully that was enjoyable for you guys. Uh, let us know what you thought in the comments. As always, uh, like, uh, subscribe to the channel if you haven't. As somebody in the community told me this week, fracture that like button. Fracture that gonna... like button. <laughs> you know how it is oh, um so yeah all that good stuff share the show on your socials if you don't mind and uh, thank you again everybody for your support we always appreciate it and i really hope you have a great week we will see you here same time next week Ciao. thanks everybody see you next week thank you for listening to this week's episode of the pantheon plus rewind pantheon plus is not affiliated with visionary realms be sure to check out our Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube channels under the name Pantheon Plus. You can follow Theric at Pantheon Theric on Twitter, and Desrin at Desrin Does also on Twitter. And you can stay up to date with all things Pantheon at www.pantheon.plus. Until next time, cheers, and thanks for listening.